0: Good morning everyone. It is Thursday, July the 30th, 2020. It is currently 8.35 a.m. Central Time and this is the Currently On podcast and what's currently on my television right now is the movie Relic. Now I think this is going to be a fascinating episode of the Currently On podcast. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Let me explain what I have in store for you. As I just stated, currently on my television, right here in front of me, my 65-inch 4K ultra-high-def television, is the movie Relic. And what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to analyze the movie Relic piece by piece. We're going to engage in some film analysis. Now, I don't know how you typically watch a movie, but for me, when I watch a movie, I like to really dig in. I like to analyze it piece by piece, section by section, analyzing the narrative, analyzing how the movie is being filmed, analyzing symbolism, analyzing the message. I like to really dig in, take it apart, and then I like to do a lot of talking about it. So this is how I'm going to structure this episode. I I don't know how well this is going to work. Uh, You'll be the one to determine if this was a a good idea or a bad idea, but this is how this is going to happen. I'm going to sit here and watch the movie. And then in real time, I'm going to hit pause after a section. I'm going to record me analyzing that section. Then I will obviously stop the recording, watch the next section of the film, record an analysis of that section. Then go back, watch record, go back, watch, and then offer a conclusion, a summary, and some kind of a, maybe an interpretation of the movie at the end. Now, I'm going to then take all of those sections that I recorded. They'll be all streamed together in one episode instead of like, sometimes I've done this where it's like multiple episodes, but I'm not going to do that. Now, this may this may mean the recording may come across a little disjointed and, and maybe Feel awkward at times, but trust me, I think this will, I think it's going to be interesting to hear me analyze it in real time. No prep, no preparing, no going to read what anybody said. I'm going to watch the movie for the first time, for the very first time. And then analyze it in real time. This really puts me on the spot. Hopefully, I have something interesting to say. Hopefully, I can offer something of value. Now, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to be very careful to not to give away too much. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give some information, obviously. My goal is to really analyze it. And uh, I think this is going to be fun. If you've seen the movie, I think you're going to enjoy this. If you haven't seen the movie, I think what I'm going to do is provide you a framework that when you watch it, you may be able to see things that you've never seen before, especially if you've never engaged in film analysis or if you've never taken a, a college course on film analysis or read a book on it. I think film analysis is awesome. I think it's an awesome uh, a course of study. I think it's an awesome exercise. I wish more people would really dig into the movies they watch, uh, but some people just kind of sit there and turn their, uh, their brains off. But no, uh, the movies, I mean... The director, the producer, the writers—I mean, they're trying to say something to you. So it's our job to try to figure it out. So let me let me set this up by giving you some basic information. The movie Relic was released in 2020, and I'm and I'm and I. This is what I'm. I want to make sure you you can picture the scene. I'm sitting on my couch, in front of me is my television. My I, uh, I have Apple Television, A- Apple TV hooked up to my television, and I'm currently looking at the screen for the movie Relic. And here's the information. Relic, um, it's one hour and 20 minutes long. It's rated R. It was released in 2020. Um, they do not have this in 4K. They have this in high def, so I won't be watching it in 4K. Um, it's The genre it's listed as is thriller. And here is the description. Let me go up here. I'm going to go up here. Okay, here is the description. Relic. When elderly mother Edna inexplicably vanishes... Her daughter Kay and granddaughter Sam rush to their family's decaying country home, finding clues of her increasing dementia scattered around the house in her absence. After Edna returns, just as mysteriously as she disappeared, Kay's concern that her mother seems unwilling or unable to say where she's been clashes with Sam's unabashed enthusiasm to have her grandmother back. As Edna's behavior turns increasingly uh, volatile, both begin to sense that an insidious presence in the house might be taking control of her. All right. Uh, They say this crafts an unforgettable new spin on the haunted house movie. So this seems to according to the description is going to be at least a uh, uh, it's going to fall into that kind of line of films that would be that deals with a haunted house. Now, m- my reading of that description, I have a clue that it's not about a haunted house. I what I am going to go with is that the haunted house is representing something else. The thing haunting the house is is something else and uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to give away what I'm thinking right now, um, but I I think that this The whole haunted house thing is a symbolism for something uh, deeper, all right? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the volume up here a little bit. I'm going to now go, I'm going to rent the movie for $7. Rent and watch now. Oh, I've got to sign in with my Apple ID, all right? So here's what we'll do. In the next section, I will analyze, I will analyze The uh, opening scene, if you don't know anything about film analysis, the opening scene is so critical to a movie because sometimes the opening scene, that scene that you usually don't even pay attention to, that scene that you may go, oh, I'm going to run to the kitchen really quick and get some popcorn or get something to drink, and then you come back. That opening scene that you sometimes don't pay any attention to, literally sometimes the opening scene gives away the entire movie and sets up how you are to interpret the movie. Opening scene analysis is critical. So, in the next in the next section, what we'll do is we'll discuss the opening scene. I will analyze it and see if it gives us any clues, and then of course, then we'll go from section to section in the movie. So, this is the introduction. Next up, opening scene. Okay, let's let's take a few minutes here and discuss the opening scene. It's it's really done in kind of an interesting way. There is definitely some symbolism going on. The the thing to really pay attention to in the opening it's almost an opening sequence instead of just really one scene. If there's kind of a number of things and then finally uh once that opening sequence fades then it shows the word relic giving you the title of the film and then it goes from that to uh, To really, I guess the beginning of the movie it 's kind of an opening sequence, and the opening sequence has a lot of interesting things that you you could possibly overlook you You see this flashing like the the image coming on, then it going dark image coming on going dark this This is a common theme in the opening sequ- sequence it, uh, it, the, 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 the The image comes to light, then it goes dark again. Light, dark, which gives me this this symbolism of like uh, clarity and then darkness, clarity, darkness. All right. Now, this is giving me the idea that there's going to be maybe an individual or something in the movie where where someone has a, maybe a, a period of clarity, then they lose the clarity, or or they think they perceive something and then they lose lose it. Um, the, the very opening, it's like, you, you see, it, there's like these lights on this mantle. Uh, and clearly this mantle, ha- there's some different objects there. There's an urn there that obviously someone has passed away and it has the, the ashes of someone. So there's been death. So, and then um, it shows, you're, you're going to see a bathtub overflowing with water. And then you're going to see an older woman standing, it looks like in the living room, uh, she she clearly has gotten out of the bath so there is a uh, you know some, some nudity from the backside of this older woman there not in a sexual way uh, she's standing there but guess what you still while she's standing there what you're witnessing this again lights coming on lights going off light dark light dark and she clearly seems confused and then you get kind of this sinister sinister sound and then it opens up with a uh, aerial footage of like a forest and that's where we are so what i am getting from this movie and there's also an image of, of like uh i think there's an image of like a door like almost like a a stained glass uh where it looks like a forest and uh, the camera is moving towards it. So clearly, and then the, the next scene is a forest. So clearly there's going to be something going on with a forest here. I don't know exactly how that's going to play in. But the, the the theme that I'm getting is um, moments of clarity, moments of darkness, moments of, of understanding, moments of confusion. And I think this is going to play some part in the movie. Either uh, it's going to focus on an individual it's going to focus on individuals, and I, I think that's going to come into play. That's what I'm going to keep uh, looking for in the movie to see if that plays out. It was a very interesting opening, an opening sequence. Um, sometimes an opening sequence is just hits you in the face. This one, is, I think, is a little bit more subtle, uh, but I think it's the, bl- the blinking or, or the, the, the on and off of clarity to no clarity, from light to dark. I think is something uh, that is interesting to at least pay attention to. So now we'll move into kind of the, the first half of the film. And I'll provide an analysis of that. If anything, if anything of, of great significance shows up, then I may not wait till the first section is over. I may just interrupt and um, record on that. All right. We'll be back with the next section. Okay, I am 23 minutes and 4 seconds into the film. This section that I'm at, I don't think this section really has concluded, but it this section that I'm currently watching did just end with a very interesting return to what was happening at the in the opening sequence. This you see the scene and then it fades to dark, then it fades back to light then it fades back to dark and it happened for, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 seconds. Once again, giving you this idea of, of like, I, I can see it. I can understand it. Oh, I, I don't, I'll lose it. A back to darkness, back to confusion. Uh, oh, there's light back to confusion. So the movie started with this and then at about the 20, getting close to the 22, 23 minute mark, they, they have an extended section where they show all these different things. And again, f- uh, it, it, it the scene comes in, fades right back out. Fades, comes right back in. Fades right back out. And so this is an interesting technique that they're using to demonstrate something. This whole the first twenty three minutes um, so far, how can I describe this? We'll we'll describe this as the searching section. They're they're searching. There's confusion. They're trying to find uh, obviously the mother Edna who's missing. The two daughters are looking, trying to find clues. They're uh, looking around the house, there seems to be a signs of confusion, and there's this, this constant idea of something ominous lurking, something uh, dark, something evil is lurking, that it's present, that it's there. It's not really ma- making its presence known in a dramatic way, but it's there, it's lurking, it's in the shadows, and, and they're searching for answers, answers, trying to figure it out and and they'll find one thing maybe they think they have a clue but then it, they seem to lose it and that's why this fading in and out is, is i think being used as symbolism here demonstrating that there's this evil and it's there and then then it then it goes away you hear a sound and then well then there's nothing there they think there's something there so it's this weird back and forth uh, the, the director used lots of, of kind of just silence. Uh, the dialogue is very measured. Um, there's just a lot of uh, you, you hear sounds like the sound of rain, uh, kind of uh, maybe the creaking, creeping sound or creaking sounds in the house, uh, you know, bumps in the house, things are going on. Uh, but lots of I just feel like there's a use of a lot of silence here. Silence and this fading of into darkness back to light, and you can kind of capture the confusion. These, these daughters don't know where their mother is, and uh, they're trying, and, and it seems like there's some things they need to come to grips with. So that's kind of where we are right now, um, but I just thought it was interesting that they they returned to what they did in the opening sequence, and uh, I think that that is significant, and that is clearly demonstrating something. So we're at the 23-minute uh, mark. We'll move in to the next section of the film. Well, it seems that I was right. I I, I described the last section as, as coming to a conclusion with that fading in and out. Well, clearly I was right because as soon as I got done recording and I hit play again on the movie... Well, Edna, the mother, has returned. So that fading in and out was setting us up to the next section. So the movie began with the fading in and out. And then as it concludes the first section of the movie, the searching part, they do a fading in and out. And then when they fade back in, ultimately, the mother has returned. She's in the house. Again, I don't want to give too much away, but she's back. And now we're going into the next section. So clearly, this is the way I would kind of describe this. The first section is kind of there in the darkness. They're stumbling in the darkness trying to figure things out. And then as it fades back into the second section, now there's a sense a little bit of light because Edna has returned. The missing mother is back. Um, So um, it'll be interesting to see if after the second section, they do another fading in and out that will be uh it'll be interesting if they continue with this this symbolism uh, but here we are in the next section. we'll see how this develops and uh i will'll we'll move on to this section and see what uh we can discover and what the filmmaker is trying to say again just a lot of um, if you're looking for an action movie, this is, not, this is not it. If you're looking for a horror film, this is not it. This is a, they call it a thriller. I would say this is a drama that's moving. Uh, the pacing is, is not uh, filled with action. There's, it's creating, uh, there's there's a mood that it's tr- uh, trying to create. There's a, there's a feeling that it's trying to create and some of the different ways that they do that. But we'll look at the next section and see what we can discover. Now in this section, there's some interesting camera angles. Uh, this section after Edna re- returns, there's one of the daughters talking, but the, the the camera is behind like this, this kind of glass where you can you can see the daughter, but you really can't see her clearly. Then when one of the other daughters is speaking to the mother, they put the camera behind. Uh, behind some kind of object where you can kind of see them in fact the camera angle i'm looking at right now uh, the daughter is talking to the mother but you can't see the mother they have the mother uh out out of the frame it's really interesting the camera angles uh, again showing still some form of you know you're disoriented still can't see things clearly uh they're still trying to show this kind of uh You know, not everything is clear yet. Not everything uh, makes perfect sense. So even though we kind of were in that searching section where there was a lot of confusion, now when we've kind of, quote unquote, faded back into the light, things still not perfect here. This is not, they're definitely trying to give us the symbolism that all things are not right. Not all things are right. Not everything is better just because she has returned. And just pay close attention to the camera angles, Really interesting. I'm, I'm going to see how long they continue doing this, uh, but uh, you'll you'll notice them yourself. Just pay close attention. Remember, camera angles are not just like, hey, just put a camera here. They're chosen specifically. the The camera angles, the shots, they are they're they're, they're telling you something. That's just as much a part of the narrative and the storytelling as the dialogue. Um, and as everything else going on, those camera angles are chosen for a reason and they and they say something, they're telling you something and you got to learn to pick up on that. Um, and I think it's a very a key element in film analysis, but uh, we'll continue on with this section. Um, I'm, I'm interested in to see where they're going. All right, I'm at the 29 minute mark and I have to uh, offer a clarification. I kept saying the two daughters were looking, uh, for their mother. It's the grandmother Edna, then her daughter, and then the granddaughter. So, um, the, the two people looking is obviously the daughter and then the granddaughter are looking. And I think I referred to them as two daughters. I I don't know why I was thinking that way. Um, but at about the 29 minute mark, it, it becomes clear. Um, because uh, the one the granddaughter's talking to the to her grandmother and refers to the other person who's been helping her search as her mom. So I I don't know why I confused that, but just to clarify that, but that hey, when you're when you're doing real time film analysis, sometimes uh and you've done that in a movie too, you'll go, Oh wait, that's you you you'll realize you had something wrong. So all right, but uh they still have used a couple of uh interesting camera angles uh so far, but um, we're still it's still moving along. I, I don't know how people will view the pacing of this, uh, but we will we will see if something uh, how well. I'm just interesting to see where this goes. So, just want to offer that clarification. All right, because if someone's watching the movie, they've already probably been yelling going. No, those aren't the two daughters. One's the daughter, well, the other one's the granddaughter, you moron. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm analyzing this in real time, all right? Here we go. See, that I was in that con, uh, confused stage of this movie. All right, let's, let's see where this goes. All right, I'm at 44 minutes into the movie, and it's just, I think now we've reached the absolute critical scene to analyzing this film. I, I really, I really believe this. All right, so far in the movie we we see this a couple of interesting developments. One, more interesting camera angles. Pay close attention to the camera angles. Two, again you have if you're if you've never watched this movie, and this is not some scary things jumping out kind of thing. This is a very very deliberate pacing. It, it's it's slowly building, right? It's slowly building. Now, is the payoff going to be worth it? That's that's going to be the question. I don't, I cannot say as of right now. But lots of interesting camera angles. Clearly, you feel that there's this ominous reality that's creeping in. All right, and it's showing up in a couple or, a couple of ways. The mother and the granddaughter clearly realize that the 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 the, the grandmother. Or the you know well okay you've got the, the 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 mother Edna then her daughter and then the granddaughter the the, the granddaughter and the granddaughter's mother is realizing that the older woman Edna is uh, slowly but surely she's slipping away. There's something there's there's the ominous thing that's creeping in is obviously dementia. Uh, old age she's she's slowly not going to be able to take care of herself. she she can't remember things. she's gonna be a, she's a danger to herself and th- they're having to to face this reality and that's the ominous thing that is creeping in and you're seeing the emotional toll it takes on them watching someone slip away and they're demonstrating this in a couple of interesting ways. in the house, time and time again, you see that there's the presence of mold in the house. It's on the wall, it's in a closet and whenever you see this, the mold I think is representing that the this evil thing that's creeping into the house, dementia it's it's present, it's there, it's eating away. And here's the the, the absolute critical line the the Edna, the the older woman, she's speaking of the home and she's talking to her granddaughter and she's like, after your grandfather died this house. This house became bigger in some way. It became unfamiliar. And then she says, this is the critical line. Um, The the house, this is all that we have left. Uh, It it has the memories or it contains the memories. And that line is so critical. In fact, let me see if I can, I'm going to turn the volume up here a little bit. See if I can rewind this just a, a, a couple of sections and see if I can play this for you. Who? Whoever was coming into the house. Since your grandfather passed, this house seems unfamiliar, bigger, somehow. This house is the only thing left. All our memories. This house is all that is left. All the memories. Now, here's the thing that that is such an important line of the movie. In fact, that may be the most important line of the entire movie. The house. It is the house where this sinister thing is coming in. The house contains all the memories. But guess what? There's something sinister that's coming in. That's going to eat away from those memories. That's going to take those memories away. And that's the dementia, the woman. Is facing. She talked about this idea that someone's coming into the house. The thing that's coming into the house is the dementia that's going to take away her memories, that's taking it all away. It's the inevitable reality of this sinister thing that creeps into our life, that takes our life from us death obviously, but before death it can be old age that takes away our youth, takes away our ability, takes away our strength, dementia that takes away our mental capacity the evil creeping thing into the home I think it's it's, it's symbolic of of all the things that will ultimately creep into your home and creep into my home. Um, old age, death, dementia the loss of strength and, and and ability and and that's the thing that's creeping into the house and it's all being done in a symbolic way uh, the thing haunting the house is ultimately clearly dementia that is the that is the thing in the movie but that's the, that's the key line here now so you're they've got the story developed now we're going to fast approach obviously the ultimate conclusion and climax of the movie. How does this play out? How do you how do you bring this to some kind of dramatic conclusion? I don't know. I think the inevitable conclusion is going to be obviously extremely depressing because we know how it plays out in reality. We know how this plays out in real life and it's never pretty to watch. So um, I I uh I don't know how this is going to go, but I think it's getting ready to be extremely depressing. All right, we'll move on. 56 minutes into the movie, a very emotional scene where Edna has taken um, a book containing photographs. She's gone out into the woods. She's trying to bury the photographs, even, even trying to eat the photographs because she's trying to save them from the the sinister thing that's coming into the home. Obviously, it's this realization that the memories, that the, the everything from the past is about to be eaten up, to be taken, to be consumed by this evil force, this dementia that's coming, old age, ultimate death. And she's trying to preserve these memories contained in these photographs by burying them outside of the house to get it away from the thing that's going to consume them. And obviously... There's no way to ultimately preserve it. There's no way to hide from it. It's it's coming, and you can't. All the locks on the doors is not going to keep it out. Burying it, it's not going to uh, to save it. Um, It's it's this really uh, depressing uh, depressing reality that this is coming, and it cannot be avoided. the The little stained glass picture that's on the door. It keeps being referenced over and over again, I think I've mentioned it now, and a number of uh, a number of times i'm you i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to offer too much an interpretation on that. I want you to work on that if you watch this uh, but yes this this movie is screaming at us of the inevitable reality that we're all going to face, and it's being described in this ominous way of this force coming into this house, and uh wow. Uh, I've, I've got what, how many minutes left? 36 minutes left, 35 minutes left. So this has got to transition into the conclusion and to the climax. And I don't know how this is going to play out, but, uh, wow, this is an emotional section right now of the movie. All right. We'll move on to the, the finale and, uh, well to the conclusion, and then we'll wrap it up with, uh, some concluding thoughts and interpretations. I am one hour and six minutes into the movie and something brilliant is happening right now. And I'm glad the, uh, the, the director and the filmmakers decided to do this. Obviously, if you're dealing, dealing with a movie with the idea of dementia coming to take away your memories and ultimately to take away your life from you, that's going to may have a, a more profound emotional impact on those who are older Maybe those who are older who had to watch it happen to their parents. But for someone who is younger, how are they going to relate to it? So they take the younger character, they take her and they've placed her in a situation I'm not going to give it away, but they placed her in a situation where, he, where she can, where she, the character experiences this fear, this, uh, she doesn't know she's in a situation where she doesn't know where to go. And it's just like, she's, she's going in circles and she she's trapped and she can't get out and there's fear and there's confusion and there's almost a sense of despair. Um, they, 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 you could you could argue they could have spent a little bit more time with it. Now, she's currently not out of the situation. Those who've seen the movie, you know what I'm referring to. Uh, but I thought it was brilliant to put a younger character experiencing some of the same emotions that Edna, the older character, is experiencing with this onset of dementia and this sinister thing that's creeping into the house, which is dementia, um, is, is being... Uh, what she's experiencing, the younger character is experiencing in its own unique way. And it's happening within the house, within the house. And you see the mold all over the walls, all over, uh, all over different things, which is the, the, it's here. And you'll even see an, a note that says it's here. And the thing that's there is, well, this horrible reality of dementia, old age, uh, ultimately death. And so, placing the younger character in a in a situation where they're experiencing the same emotion was, uh, I think, really uh, was really brilliant, uh, and it adds to the story. We've got see how how much longer do I have here? I have twenty three minutes left. Twenty three uh, minutes. Mom? Okay, and now we're back to the uh, to the, the younger character. Yeah, she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, this this is this is really good. So twenty three minutes. We're moving to the uh, hopefully. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of conclusion you want. I mean, I'm twenty three minutes in. Like, what what's the payoff here? Like, how do you end this uh, so that when it's over, I'm going to be like, whoa, that was a great movie. I, I don't know how you end this. So they they they've, they've worked the story up to this point. I'm one hour six minutes thirty seven seconds into it. Twenty three minutes to go. I'm going to let this uh, finish up and then we'll conclude. Wow. The movie has concluded. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't really know what to say. Um, Emotional. um, Highly symbolic. If you don't get the symbolism, you, you may... Like if someone doesn't get the symbolism, they'll be sitting there going, what? What's all of this? You've got to get the symbolism. I'm not going to give, I don't want to give anything away because you should definitely should watch this. This is a a powerful, powerful, symbolic uh, telling of the story of dementia, old age, uh, death ultimately coming. It invades, it robs, it steals. It takes away everything. Dementia takes away your memory. It it, it it takes away who you are. And as this is happening to someone, as they are being invaded, as this sinister thing comes in, begins to eat them away and destroy them, one question remains: Am I loved? Am I loved? Is there anyone there who loves me? Where is everyone? Has everyone abandoned me? Has everyone left me? Will people abandon me? Will people leave me? Will people still love me as I'm being eaten away by this sinister force, as it takes away everything I am, and what's left is something that appears uh, appears horrible, appears disfigured, appears ugly as as everything I'm everything I am when once it is eaten away and all that is left is this sinister looking evil looking you know disfigured shell of who I was am I loved will I be loved and it it ends the the movie ends in a very powerful symbolism of these three generations of Edna her daughter and the granddaughter and and with this this sinister warning that this inevitable thing that came for Edna will come for each generation to follow because whether it's uh, dementia uh, whether it's just the reality of old age just wh- whether it's the reality of old age taking away your youthfulness your strength your memory ultimately uh Death is going to come, and it's a reality that we have to face. It's very interesting that in the movie, um, obviously, no. The, uh, I I think it's interesting. Um, some may see it, some may not see it. Some may uh, welcome it, some may not like it. But there is no reference at all to God. To there's no reference to the uh, uh, heaven of any afterlife. the The movie d- very much d- depicts the reality, or depicts the idea. That this is all we have, this is what we have, and when and there 's this inevitable evil thing coming to take it away there's this inevitable evil that 's coming well, again and, and old age death dementia you can you could you could read a lot into it and it 's all coming, and it 's going to destroy you, and it 's going to take you away and as that 's happening to you who's going to be who's going to be there? To love you in the midst of it? Who's going to be there to, in a sense, be there for the inevitable destruction that you will encounter? Um, It is a powerful telling. If you don't get the symbolism, then you're going to just go, wait, what was that? The symbolism there is so powerful. Um, The last 23 minutes, Wow, and remember the the fading in and out? Remember that fading in and out? Well, you're going to have where uh, everything goes out because the power goes out. So that that symbolism comes back in at the very beginning of the movie. Remember I told you about the mantle? That mantle, that there's going to be a a dramatic part that happens with that. Um, And uh, there's this idea of, well, I'm I'm not going to give any more away than that. I'll stop right there. The movie is The Relic. Um, it is available at least on Apple television for rent. I'm available, I'm assuming av- available on many platforms to rent. It was six dollars and ninety nine cents. It is a powerful uh, symbol it's a pow- powerful telling of the reality of old age dementia and the end of life. Um, it is, uh, I think it's definitely well, it's well acted. it It's pacing, is very deliberate. Um, and uh, it's a movie that requires a little bit of thinking. I think I've given you some of the tools to look at it. I don't want to give anything else away. Just pay close attention to everything, every ca- uh, camera angle, every everything on the, c- uh, on the screen. This is not something to watch with your phone in your hand while you're texting. Or, no, this is something that requires your full attention. And it is a powerful, emotional journey that ends with basically... Uh, uh, a rem- uh, kind of a reminder to all of us. It screams out to all of us life is short, the end is coming in one way or the other, and uh, we need to be prepared for that. And uh, I think it brings up the reality of how do we treat those who are reaching that end and are being eaten away? Will they still experience being loved as they are being? In a sense, disfigured and turned into something that is uh, a a broken shell of who they were uh, because of the you know dementia or or any other uh, things that could uh, eat you away, eat 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 at you and 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 take away what you were. It's a uh, um, yeah. It's a it's a it's a, som- a somber reminder of that reality. And that concludes our film analysis of the movie The Relic. Um, you can give me your thoughts, your interpretations. You can email me at newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Share your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions about the movie. And uh it's a movie I would uh definitely recommend, but it's not a movie that you want to watch. If if you're if you're already depressed, you may not want to watch it. Uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful piece of art with a very powerful message. All right, thank you for listening to this, uh, hopefully uh, informative. I know it uh, was put together in a very uh, different way, but hopefully you appreciate this kind of real-time film analysis. I didn't read anything else, look at anything else. This is just me analyzing the film uh, with my first viewing of it, and hopefully you appreciate Uh, the way I have done this. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if you don't. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, well, enjoy the rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever time it may be. And we greatly appreciate you taking time to listen.